0: Morning Crypto. Good morning, Warriors. Hello, and welcome
1: back to another episode of your favorite crypto news channel, Good Morning Crypto, where we bring you the most relevant and impactful crypto-related topics from the top crypto research team in the world. I'm your host, Abs, joined by several members of our 3T family this morning. We got the Italian stallion, Mr. Johnny Crypto Gonzo, also known as Super G. And today is a very special day. Some, of it, some people know him as the founder of the 3T Warrior Academy. Others know him as the top health, wealth, mindset, and crypto coach in the world. CJV is in the building to enlighten our listeners on his perspective of the crypto market. So I'm very excited for today's episode. Today on Good Morning Crypto, we'll be discussing how Bank of America announced they're waiting on the SEC before utilizing crypto for cross-border payments, as Joe Biden and G20 nations are gearing up to roll out global crypto regulation, creating a level playing field for all investors. New York City Mayor tells the world crypto is here to stay whether we like it or not. As Coinbase CEO reassures users that his exchange is nothing like FTX, explaining their financials remain public for everyone to see. Kanye West explains how self-custody is the future of finance, giving the power back to the individual and away from the big banks. While Ripple is changing the game for NFT use cases, allowing mintable NFTs on the XRPL. We dive into these revolutionary changes coming to the world of smart contracts, showing our listeners how this blockchain was built to change the world. Our show was available on your favorite podcast platforms like Spotify and Apple Music. For those of you listening via podcast, our show is live on YouTube Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern at the 3T Warrior Academy channel. So, Johnny Crypto, today is a very special day since we got Coach JV in the building. But before we dive into all of our content, how you feeling, my friend? And thank you for being here.
2: Oh, baby, I'm feeling great. First of all, let me start like I do every day. Good morning to all the Warrior Maniacs out there. I love you guys. Appreciate you guys. You show up every day like true warriors. And, you know, it's great to see. Good morning, Godzell. Good morning, Asba. I am super excited. We finally got to go in the house. We had to drag him back up here all the way from south america or croatia or wherever the hell he was but he's back we're happy to have you coach can't wait to hop into it baby welcome thank we love you, you johnny Joe. crypto
1: always bringing the energy on these mornings and i gotta love it my friend we got gonzo joining us as well gonzo some pretty exciting news around bank of america as they announced they may be utilizing ripple very very soon but before we get into that thank you for being here always happy to see you
3: Yeah, man, I'm feeling good. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Dude, I'm just so happy. dude. I literally have goosebumps right now. And we've only been talking for a little while. Just like the energy that's flowing right now, just feeling hella good. Um, I'm actually uh, not at work today. I'm at home in my little home studio. So that's cool. So it's just going to be a great show. Appreciate everyone being here. And uh, I love you all.
1: Awesome, guys. And we got our man, the myth, the legend. Coach JV is in the building this morning. JV, always happy to see your face. Thank you for making time for us this morning. So much turbulent news in the market. I'm Mm. really excited to hear. First of all, how was your journey? How are you feeling? And welcome home, my friend.
0: Uh, journey was good, man. This week I'm feeling really good. The last week transition from my 11 day journey was a little tough, kind of coming back into reality and and understanding of, uh, the new JV. I didn't change my name this time. So I was John Vasquez then I was JV then CJV. And so the team was a little worried I was going to change my name, but this time I'm sticking with CJV, but I was telling Gonzo and the team today, man, I woke up just feeling so unbelievably grateful. And so I'm just grateful to be part of this team. I'm grateful to be part, you know, what I'm really grateful for is that God gave me the ability to have emotions and to think into to walk and to talk. I know that may sound weird, but to be able to have the responsibility to have emotions, right? And then have the responsibility to take those emotions and turn those into creation and turn things into 3D reality. And so that's how I'm feeling today, man. So
1: powerful. And with that being Mm -hmm. said, we're going to start this thing off the same way we always do by showing you our Good Morning Crypto Twitter account. That's at 3TGM Crypto on Twitter. You get access to every single member of our team. Go smash that follow button. We love talking to you. Johnny Crypto, the Bitcoin fear and greed index has not moved a single point in nearly a month. So let's skip right past this and check out some of the daily movers. When we look at the crypto bubbles, we got some big ones. We had Litecoin moving yesterday. It's moving today as well, up 13%. Solana's got a 10% gain, BNB up 12 Anything that stick out to you this morning, Johnny Crypto, before we dive into our news?
2: You know, everything's got beaten up so bad that I think you got some bargain hunters and basement hunters looking for some stuff. You know, Solana touched $10. Uh, for me, you know, like I said i've been kind of seeing in in this space anyway the ones that i really like like flow is one that i've been kind of grabbing at these low levels secrets another one i've been grabbing at these low levels um to get those in my bags a lot of these i already have here so i'm just trying to grab in the ones that i don't have that i wish i had and now's a great time to be buying those up so those are for you. but again don't do what i'm doing I tell you guys, do your homework, do your research and buy what feels good to you. Don't do it just because I'm doing it because these things can keep going down. Thank you, Johnny Crypto. And with that being
1: said, we're going to dive into the total coin market cap. We are back over $800 billion at $822 billion. Bitcoin is 38% dominance. Ethereum is about 17%. We've got Bitcoin sitting at 16,400. Ethereum is 1,100. XRP is 37 cents. Cardano taking a major hit during this bear market at 31 cents. And Johnny, we had a great conversation before the show talking about how Cardano. Could be one of these projects that you know may, may turn out not to be what it's promoting itself to be. We also got Algorand at $0.23 cents and Quant at $109. Coach JV, I'd love to listen to you and just hear what you're doing during these turbulent times. Everybody's anticipating this next leg down, and we just went through a devastating collapse of FTX. People are saying Tether could be the next to go. I'd love to hear what's on your mind. Are you anticipating another impending collapse, or what's going through your head during these turbulent times?
0: Oh, absolutely! I don't think we're we're at the end of these collapse coming up. It's it's all by design, right? The system is designed this way. Uh, there's massive amounts of fear. They're going to keep pulling the rug out of people. They're just working to get the retail investor out of crypto. They're working to fud the public out of crypto. All the sheep are walking off the cliff right now. So what I'm doing personally is I'm working to get access to as much cash as humanly possible. That's even cutting out frivolous spending. I'm working to get. I always say cash is trash. Right? I was going to be very clear, Ray Dalio. Cash is trash because. The value of our cash but right now the dollar is powerful so i'm working to get cash on the sidelines and waiting for a really really big pullback so i'm dollar cost averaging just like johnny crypto uh definitely into ethereum um i've always been dollar cost, well i got into hbar finally and i've been dollar cost and average into hbar and also too i'm diversifying outside of crypto i'm really focused on uh, business development uh my leverage life insurance you guys know i'm a big fan of that so i'm trying to get as much accumulation of cash And I think the housing market's going to come collapsing down. Uh, Johnny Crypto gave me some great advice to wait till the summertime next year. Um, I'm just really seeing a lot of scary, scary outlook for Q2, Q3 for uh, employment with the interest rates the way they are right now uh, with inflation. You know, they haven't really cooled inflation. And with the dollar probably coming down next year, Q2, Q3, it's going to cause a deadly deadly combination for uh, middle-class. So with your dollar coming down, your your value of your accounts going down, inflation's still up and interest rates up. It's only the elites and the people that have the money and the cash flow that can get into these asset prices really cheap. So that's what you need to do. Cut your expenses, guys. You know, uh, Jeff Bezos says, stop buying big purchases. Like, you know, your kids this year, man, tell them, hey, get your shit together. We're just going to celebrate the, the birth of Jesus. Forget about Christmas presents, man. Let's get after it. <laughs> Let's build some wealth this year, so...
1: JV. And we're going to dive into that later in the episode. You brought up a bunch of fantastic points. But one of the things that stuck out to me is that you're buying assets at low prices. And although the narratives were pumped out to us at full volume during the fall of 2021, now those same narratives have gone silent and those assets are down nearly 80%. Gonzo, I'd love to get your take on this price chart here for the first time ever. Bitcoin has fallen below the 300-week moving average. That, to me, tells me that we are at least nearing a bottom. And even if we do get a final leg down, I don't think it takes us very far below 12K. So before we dive into the hard news for today, what does this Bitcoin price chart mean to you?
3: Yeah, you know, I've talked about this before about, you know, the four-year cycles. And, you know, while uh, it doesn't exactly match, we really haven't done anything new when it comes to Bitcoin. um, A lot of our indicators are starting to flash that we're getting close to a bottom Um, you know, we're in the middle of new moon energy. So this little like tiny movement, I'm not even going to call it a rally because in order for us to get any significant movement, Bitcoin has to get above, I think 18, six, Ethereum has to get above, uh, 1240 or else we're just kind of in that same range. And now we're at the top of the range, which makes sense, right? We're in new moon energy. So I'm kind of just waiting a little bit. We should get full moon energy going into December 3rd. But I was checking my notes, and this is the kind of things we were talking about. I think it was on Monday or Tuesday as far as like there's always some kind of event. And so I wrote these notes on July 1st. I keep a journal, right? And when I read articles and I study and all that, I write all that down. And I had like taken some notes about like previous bear cycles, right? So the first bear market, what pointed out the bottom was the Mt. Gox hack, right? That was the bottom. Um, and then the miners selling off, right? They sold off significantly. The second bear market, there was a Bitstamp hack. People thought it was going to be a Mt. Gox thing all over again. And there was a lot of fear. And that kind of signified the bottom. The third bear market, it was about the big banks, right? JP Morgan, um, uh, Goldman Sachs. They were futting people out of crypto, right? There was a big deal about the spot was being rejected. And here's the cool part. I put these notes down. I put the next will be collapse of platforms and exchanges. At that time on July 1st, we knew about Celsius, but we didn't know anything about exchanges, right? But you could kind of try to see where this thing was going. And then I put miners selling off. And if you look at some of the narratives or some of the news, a lot of the miners are capitulating. So I feel like we're getting close.
2: In fact, building on that, the, I was just reading an article yesterday that one of the largest public, mi- actually the largest public miner in the world is set to run out of money before the end of this year. If that happens, if they because they were supposed to get financing from, I don't know who's FTX or one of those <laughs> that went under. So now they don't have funding. So if it doesn't happen and they can't find funding in the next two months, or I should say the next month and a half now, Gonzo, you could be very well spot on. We may see. What, what I think will maybe bring the bottom into Bitcoin, because if the miners go under, that's going to certainly bring a lot of fear and certainly in doubt that I think is going to maybe trigger us to touch that 10 or 7000 Bitcoin price. So it'll be very interesting to see how low we go. But we've already had the big exchange collapse. And uh, the other, other thing left is either the miners or tether. And I don't think it's going to be tether. My, my money is on the miners. Johnny Crypto, and ironically enough, we got some major announcements out of New York yesterday as they
1: banned mining while also promoting cryptocurrency. So very interesting. We got 164 live listeners joining us. Show us some love. Smash that like button. We got Coach JV in the building this morning. So we're going to be addressing some of the most important news in the market today. And that's starting off with this news out of New York. As New York signs a two-year crypto mining memorandum into law banning crypto mining, yet their mayor came out yesterday and said that crypto was coming, whether we like it or not, All of these industries have ups and downs, and that's what we're experiencing right now. Coach JV, love to give you the floor. It's very conflicting. They're banning mining, yet they're stating that cryptocurrencies are here to stay, whether we like it or not. What does that mean to you, my friend?
0: Oh, they're greedy as F, man. (laughs) They're all greedy. They just want all the money for themselves. It's very simple, right? So when the the love of power... Is in place right it shuns uh, the power of love and so that's what's happening they don't want people to have sovereignty they don't want people to make money on their own and that's what this is all about right so of course he's going to support cryptocurrency in the ecosystem that he's gotten his money from the you know from all the money printing and they're all they all have their bags packed man they all know what's going on they know what moves we're making so anything that's going to allow us to be sovereign or allow us to make our own money or be free they're going to be against but anything that's going to support them and their obviously you're seeing with ftx how many politicians were involved in that it's like holy shit so yeah of course they're going to support crypto it's the ecosystem it's what's happening like i'm reporting tomorrow on on how many how many people are launching their cbdc pilots you know we're there this is it man The, the 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 cool part about this is that what's done in darkness comes to light. I'll repeat it once again. I've said this all, I say this to my team all the time. Like what's done in darkness will come to light, of course, right? When I try to talk about that, when it's done in darkness will come to light. That's what's happening right now. You can't run from darkness. You can't run from it. So you're going to see a lot of this stuff get exposed. I know that's against not what the topic where you're talking about, but they just don't want people to be sovereign. They don't want people creating their own banking systems. That's what it is.
1: And ironically enough, JP Morgan, another major bank, just filed to custody your cryptocurrency. And we had a great conversation before the show talking about how the future of banking is you giving your crypto to the banks, them actually staking your currency and then giving you a small percentage of those rewards. So if JP Morgan goes and stakes natively, they can get up to 17% a product like Algorand, then they'll give you 6% and pretend as if they're doing you a favor. But I think that's what most people want, the easier, the better. And I think this is a great way to start the show off right here. So we got a great uh, comment talking about the crypto market today. So the crypto market's collapsing, scams are imploding, ETH two years away, still high fees, Sam Bankman-Fried collapsed the market, Coinbase is firing, Luna's halting, all of this bad news. Yet at the exact same time, the only company being sued by the SEC in the crypto market is hiring employees, growing their on-demand liquidity. They have a billion dollars in cash and now they may even be buying out FTX assets. JV, I'd love to give you the floor again. What do you think about uh, XRP thriving during these turbulent times? Oh my
0: gosh, I love that you that you gave me the floor. I was hoping I'd get this on this because what, what did we say that one show that's kind of gone viral? It's like, What is one of the cryptocurrencies that hasn't paid any influencers to pump their crypto? So head down, chest proud, chin up. Brad Garlinghouse is like a damn freak. He's not posting about any of this bullshit going on. He's building an empire right now, guys. He's building an empire. He's a true CEO. They have true balance sheets. They have liquidity. They're going to start monopolizing all these companies. They're going to start buying it. They're the new banking system. I'm telling you, Ripple will be a bank. Ripple will be the new banking system. I'm so bullish on Ripple, not only XRP, but Ripple, the company, because it's such a well Run company. As all this bullshit happens, they're head down, chest proud, chin up, plowing forward. And I just think it's so beautiful to see this because it's true, man. And that's what people get caught up in when we first started this, all this, right? You guys are part of the banker coin. You guys are, I'm like, okay, what are you saying now? Right? All your shit's collapsing. You just lost million. I know people have lost millions of dollars in their decentralized or centralized exchanges it's like guys somebody said in here you got to follow the money man unless you have a billion dollars like elon musk or you're like kanye west right now then you might want to understand the game play within the infrastructure of the game get enough money and then fucking change the game straight up I mean, i'm telling you guys you you're like uh, you know i'll tell you what, what jesus somebody came up to jesus and said who do we pay our taxes to and he says whose face is on that coin he says caesar he says and pay your taxes to caesar man or go create your own ecosystem. Stop complaining about Caesar's taxes. He rose up into the leadership. He created the system. So Elon Musk is changing the system. So that's what we're here to do is to get that wealth and then change the system. That's, that's the only thing. You can play an armchair quarterback all day and watch your money go to zero. Or you can understand how the game works and not get played and then change the game. So... I'm very passionate about this piece of it because it's just like people are focused on the wrong shit, man. Everybody's focused on all this kid. They want you. They're pushing. This is all Coliseum, guys, just so you know. All this stuff happening is putting you in the Coliseum, getting you drunk off the wine. As they're launching CBDCs, Ripple is building ODL all over the world as everybody's sitting in the Coliseum arguing about Sam Bankman-Free. People lost money. Move on. Let's go. Move on. There's there's some crazy shit happening right now that could totally change your family's future and wealth. So. JV, you brought up something very important to me last year. I think when we first met, you talked
1: about how every 400 years, we go through a shift in our monetary system. We went from gold to fiat. Now we're going to fiat to digital. And it's all about keeping that infinite printing press going. And this is another example. When you look at the big money in this market, the traditional financial markets, these are the biggest names in the market. And they're connected to Ripple here as they're helping develop a CBDC on the XRPL Amazon Web Services, MasterCard, Accenture, the BIS, and the Digital Dollar Project. Sorry to keep going back to you, JB, but I'd love to get some of your comments here before we roll into our articles. Bank of America has come out today and said they're waiting for the SEC lawsuit to end before they use XRP for on-demand liquidity. Now we've got MasterCard, Amazon Web Services, and a bunch of the largest financial players on the planet – helping develop a central bank digital currency on the xrpl i really believe the real money is yet to be made in this market and specifically on this blockchain i'd love to get some of your thoughts
0: yeah so when i came out of my spiritual experience i was like 11 days and i literally completely disconnected from the world like disconnected completely so i come out boom my phone blows up ftx oh what are you doing what are you doing and all i thought was here it comes man here comes the institutions because that was the catalyst for regulation to bring in the institutions, the institutions are not coming in. There, I worked in banking, guys. It's very—they're not going to play games with their, you know, money and politics go hand in hand. So Chase is not going to mess with this stuff. Bank of America is not going to mess with this stuff until they get clarity and regulation from their brothers and sisters and the politicians. And once they get the regulation, a shitload of money is going to come flooding into this market and your price appreciates. So, so get ready to, I'm I'm telling people now, get ready to pull profits, guys. This time we need to this time we need to pull profits and secure and diversify. I'm going to be preaching diversification big time because I've made the mistake twice now where I didn't pull enough profits and I didn't diversify quick enough, right? And I could have been in a lot better financial position, just being honest with you guys. I watched my money go way up and then I saw it come collapsing back down. So get ready for price appreciation, number one. Number two is get ready to pull profits and diversify and you need to secure your wealth. You have land so uh, uh where it's gold and silver um i'm you know johnny's gonna be coaching me through his land i want to get into land i want i did it's on my head since i get back from peru i want land i want physical so yeah I'm, I'm really excited about this i know people are so against regulation and all that stuff they're against it until they lose all their money in exchange right so it's like and, and i'm not for i don't know i'm, I'm not a, you know i'm not for left i'm not for right i'm for sovereignty in my heart and mind and you know we're all being played just so you guys know I don't care what side you're on. You're all being played. So you got to understand the game. So one of the most important quotes from this morning was the New York
1: City mayor saying that crypto is here to stay, whether we like it or not. And Gonzo, it appears that we haven't even deviated from our four year cycles. Right now we're showing the altcoins position to make a massive run up in 2023. If we just continue to follow what we've done in the past, so i would love to give you the floor. What are some of your thoughts on the ripple news that we shared as well as this chart showing that altcoins, they're about to become profitable
3: yeah you know it all depends on what uh bitcoin does but you know you just got to watch bitcoin dominance because what just remember like all coins can bleed when bitcoin goes down but also when there's a flip in bitcoin and bitcoin dominance it will also bleed the altcoins, and that's going to be a really good time to buy right that's why i'm watching the uh the chart that shows the total market cap of all coins without ethereum and bitcoin it's at major support right if we lose that we're coming down 20% and, and there's not a lot of support there. So we could easily go down 40%. So it's like a 40% correction. That's why we keep talking about dollar cost averaging. Uh, what was the second part of the question? It was about ripping. No, you
1: answered it perfectly. And I'm going to come back to you on this first article because yeah. we're sorry, I hit my mute button. We're about to dive into the XRP news for today as Bank of America announced that they are waiting for Ripple's lawsuit to be over against the SEC before they decide to utilize their on-demand liquidity product. And this is some massive news surrounding not only Ripple, but Brad Garlinghouse specifically. These are brand new quotes from this week. So let's dive into this. Brad Garlinghouse reportedly told Link2 that the Bank of America is waiting for the court case to settle before using Ripple's on-demand liquidity products. Brad Garlinghouse made it clear that they're ready to settle with the SEC as long as they can get clarity on XRP. I asked him if American companies were waiting on the sidelines to jump into the game once clarity happens. Brad Garlinghouse said absolutely. And he specifically said Bank of America is a huge partner of Ripple, Bank of America stands to gain really big when a settlement comes in because Bank of America is going to have a huge competitive advantage using their on-demand liquidity marketplace. So massive updates here. We've seen Bank of America be connected to Ripple since 2020, but to hear that they're ready to use the on-demand liquidity after the lawsuit's over, that could be the catalyst that pushes us up to new high price targets. Gonzo, love to hear from you. Then we'll kick it around the group. What does this mean to you, my friend?
3: Yeah. I mean, and this is just the first domino to fall, right? Like once Bank of America jumps in, Um, you know the rest of the banks are going to have to jump in to stay competitive, right? And if you think about what they've been doing since the lawsuit, Brad Garlinghouse said this, they're acting as if they lost the uh, lawsuit, right? So that means business as usual, they're going to continue to grow, right? So all these ODL corridors that they've been building around the world, they're all just tests for what's about to happen, right? For bringing that to the U.S., to one of the biggest markets, right? And so they're showing that this thing works. They're showing XRP's use case, Right. And now all they're doing is just waiting for the SEC lawsuit to resolve. And then like coach says they're going to come piling in. JV, what does it mean to you the fact that
1: Brad Garlinghouse and Stuart Alderati are willing to make these prominent, bold statements at this time? The lawsuit's still ongoing, and Brad Garlinghouse gave a quote, and I want to read this one more time before I kick it to you. He said, Bank of America is a huge partner of Ripple. Bank of America stands to get really big when they use on-demand liquidity from Ripple because they're going to have a massive competitive advantage over the other people in this market. They also listed Ripple Labs as a major partner of theirs back in 2020, so it's not the first time we've seen this connection What does this mean to you? Could this be the catalyst that pushes us to new price targets once the lawsuit's over in the United States?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So the way my brain works is I look at, you know, I look at from a, I don't know if I reverse engineer things. So I look at why would bank of America even link up with ripple and why would they stick with them uh, during an sec lawsuit? Guys, this stuff is being discussed a long time ago. This isn't like, this isn't just all of a sudden it's like, the case settles. Okay. Now we're going to like, there's a lot of money here. Bank of America isn't just American bank. They're a massive bank worldwide right so these banks and these big people like uh, uh jamie diamond they're meeting with these guys in secret rooms and they're getting set up for this new financial system this isn't like some everybody's like the great reset it's been going on since 1971 in the world economic forum when they detached from the gold standard these are very well thought out played out things okay so let's let's look at it so we've got a couple of ceos on this on this line right here we're we're building stuff for the future of 3t that's six months out that nobody's going to hear about, right? We're in meetings, private meetings, talking about the future of 3T Warrior Academy, right? Public doesn't know about it yet. There's moves that are being made strategically, things happening strategically, equity sales, all this stuff happening. So you got to understand this stuff. It's not like to me, when I see these things happen, everybody panics. I, I see it as part of their systematic process. I really do. I see it completely different. I don't panic. If I get caught up in it, I get caught up in the systematic process that is playing itself out. And if we stay calm and we hold the line, we don't trip. We buy the dip. We diamond hand. You're probably going to be one of the new Bilderbergs or one of the new Rothschilds. I really believe that. It's going to be the Vasquez family and the 3T Warrior Academy. And, you know, it's like that's where we're heading into. And so I think that's what we do a good job of staying calm. Like this stuff has been discussed. Bank of America would have bailed if they thought that it was going to go not in their favor. In my opinion, Warren Buffett, we talked about the subs like Warren Buffett. He closed out of almost all of his bank stocks and he raised his position to Bank of America. It's his number two holding Warren Buffett. One of the wealthiest people in the world is number two holding is bank of America. So they, they, they know what's going on. These guys are in meetings. So um, that's what I, that's what I think about it. So Johnny
1: crypto, I got to get your thoughts on this coach. JV just brought up my exact point that I was going to make. Berkshire Hathaway is invested in bank of America, holding nearly 13% of all circulating shares yet. They continue to be publicly critical of cryptocurrencies. Charlie Munger, Warren Buffett, they both come out. They've called it crap. They've called it fake money yet behind the scenes. And now right in front of our eyes, they are billions. They are heavily invested. They've got over a billion dollars invested in one of the most prominent banks when it comes to crypto. And of course, that bank is connected to Ripple XRP. So I'd love to get some of your thoughts. We got 258 live listeners joining us. Show us some love. Smash that like button. Johnny Crypto, I got to get your opinion here. What does it mean to you that Warren Buffett is indirectly investing in cryptocurrencies?
2: Yeah, first of all, give that give that like button a war Elbow drop. Smash that son bitch. But yeah, I think at the end of the day, it's huge. We know that, as Coach said, Warren Buffett decided to sell every single bank except one. And when you look at that one, it's one that has the future in mind, right? The, the new banking system. So why would he get rid of that? It? it makes total sense for holding on to that. And by the way, just because you know the owner's leadership, him and Munger, said they hate crypto, guess who else did that? In 2017, Jamie Dimon came out and said, I'll fire anybody in my company that uses crypto. In the meantime, they're filing patents on using crypto, all right? So you can't forget that. They don't like coach all the time. Don't do what they say. Just take them words, roll them some bitch up, throw them in the garbage, get rid of them. You do what they do, and we see what they're doing. They're investing in crypto. It's all over the place, CBDCs in particular, right? And what we're trying to figure out here is what's going to be the lead horse, what's going to be the CBDC that actually wins the race. And the reality is, guys, there's going to be a few. We know that it's probably going to be an, a coexistence of different systems, blockchains, that are all going to work together. At some point in time, one or two are going to win and dominate. But the reality is right now, you want to have your you want to have some horses in this race. This is going to be a race that you only need one or two horses. And it's game oh Johnny, boy, shout out to Johnny Canuck. I love that guy. Can't wait to get him in America.
0: Hey, can I say something, Johnny? What you just talked about. So it's so important what Johnny just said. Do you remember, guys, when Jamie Diamond was in his last hearing? He said that he doesn't like... Bitcoin. They don't like these all. They don't like these these non-utility. He said, I like blockchain. I believe in blockchain. Think about that. So they're very strategic on what they say. The reason why they're saying that is they don't want the public running from their banks into what we're doing right now. That's what they don't want. Right. So they say that cryptocurrency sucks and they attach it all to Bitcoin. Right. And so everybody thinks of Bitcoin. And so they think all crypto suck. But they say I like blockchain. Right. And so what we're dealing with with Ripple and XRP and ODL is a blockchain technology. Right. It's a technology or software company. And I think that's where people get it. The, you know, the sheep get it misconstrued. They're like, oh, cryptocurrency sucks. But he said in his hearing, you know, I believe in blockchain, but I don't like these non speculative whatever, whatever, speculative assets like Bitcoin. So they're wording. We just hear crypto is a fraud right? And so everybody associates it with Ripple and XRP and XLM. I think that's really important to listen to their words as well. As Johnny said, he told us it was rat or, or bullshit. He told, he exactly. said he'd fire you as the same time they're building JPM coins. So. JB,
1: one of the things we always talk about is how we think that when mass adoption takes place, the banks are going to do it behind the scenes. And the people who are in our community, the 250 live listeners we have right now, they're the outliers, the majority, the vast public, they're going to have no idea that they're using crypto to settle transactions. They're just going to see that they're sending a central bank digital currency, or they're sending cash, And it's happening much quicker. So I think that's very important to remember as we go into this next half decade here, because that shift is going to take place and not everybody is going to be aware of it. And I think that's how we get mass adoption of cryptocurrencies. I'd love to get your opinion on that.
0: You said something important too. You said they're not gonna, and they don't even care. They just want, people just want convenience. They want to be secure and they don't want to be messed with, right? So so if you're sitting there and you're you're my parents sitting on their couch and they're watching a baseball game, that's what they do, right? And all of a sudden Bank of America, Wells Fargo comes on and says, hey, listen, we're gonna custody your, my mom has crypto. We're gonna custody your crypto. We're gonna insure this for you. It's gonna be safe. You can talk to somebody if something happens. Hell yeah, they're gonna go walking in there and custody your crypto. People want safety, they want security, and they just don't want to be messed with, right? They're indoctrinated just to, people are indoctrinated just to get by just enough, right? They don't want to deal with that stuff, right? Now, for us, we're in it, man. We're, we're working to build generations. It's a very different story and a very different narrative. But I'm telling you, it's going to be who has the big biggest marketing teams, right? And you're like you said, you're going to go in there, you're going to do a transfer, and you're not even going to know you're doing it on XRP. And what they're going to do is it's going to cost them a penny, and they're going to charge you $0.30, cents, and they're going to do thousands of transactions per minute and they're going to make a shitload more money than they do now. And then, like you said, they're going to take your Ethereum and your Bitcoin and hold it for you and then they're going to lend it out. Right. And it's the casino just moves over into blockchain. That's all it's going to do. And I'd
1: love to read this quote before I kick to Johnny Crypto here. Johnny, check this last quote out on this article. When it comes to Bank of America, they said one of the most important things for them is the ability to integrate into the existing infrastructure and the partnerships that they have with Ripple and Swift allow them to do so with blockchain. These fintechs are partnering with us, and they've come through our rigor of legal and vital compliance. So what's really interesting is they're saying that that Ripple has taken all the necessary procedures to become a compliant token. That's a quote from Bank of America back in 2020, just before they were sued by the SEC. But just to close us out here, what does it mean to you that Bank of America is indirectly validating all the work that Ripple's doing behind the scenes?
2: Yeah, I mean, obviously, these banks have to They don't want there's a lot of infrastructure at play here, right? Whenever you're adopting a new technology and it's a costly effort when you're doing that as well. So you want to make sure that you're doing it with systems and technologies that are going to be able to minimize the impact that's going to take to switch a system over because it's a big, heavy, heavy thing to do. And, you know, trying to convert an entire banking system over is no easy feat. It's going to take years. That's why they've been working on it for years. And then they'll start right now. You're just starting to hear about rollouts. But the reality is they've already been working. Look at us; We've been working on Merlin for a while. They've been working on this for years. And now they're at the point where they feel it's good enough to get it out there and do a beta test. And so these guys have done their homework. And we know Ripple has gone to the SEC not one, not two, not three, not five times. Five times, five times, five times they've gone to the SEC, trying to make sure they had their ducks in a row. What happens? Pow! They get slapped with a lawsuit. I mean, it just makes—well, it makes total sense because we know there's a there's a there's a hidden there's another plan there, right? That that we may don't don't know, but there's something going on there. That delay was purposely done probably to allow Ripple to go do its things that it needs to do behind the scenes, whatever. But I think at some point, you know, this will all, and somebody said it in the chat, This the judge already knows the date that she has to end the case. That's probably true. And abs, I think that's what we're waiting for us to see how that all plays out. But I'm not surprised at all that bank of America chose somebody that they thought was compliant because none of these banks are going to get into any of these technologies. If they think they're non-compliant and they're going to get sued, it's just not going to happen.
3: If you think about it, Johnny, like, We've talked about this before, there are only a few cryptocurrencies or crypto assets that are going to have clarity, right? The SEC has already come out and said that Bitcoin is a commodity, right? Ethereum, sometimes, sometimes no, we're still kind of up in the air. But XRP will be, besides Bitcoin, will be the only one. Once this SEC lawsuit resolves, whether it's through settlement and bad all our story said, they're going to accept anything less than XRP not being a security, right? We're going to have that clarity, and it'll be the only one. Until Congress catches up with mainstream regulation um, in the short term, XRP will be the only one that will have that clarity.
1: And JV, to no surprise, President Biden and G20 nations are using this opportunity to roll out global crypto regulation. And of course, a a huge narrative there is going to be centralizing this market. But I do want to stick on the XRP news because we are on that topic now. And they actually released an article, Ripple released an article just yesterday, Talking about the tokenization of real world assets being combined with smart contracts is going to change the world, not just the world of finance, but the world in and of itself. Johnny Crypto, I know we got a video prepared for our listeners. So let that ad play, my or let that video play, my friend, and then we'll kick it to Coach JV.
2: All right, let's roll. Here we go. Shoot, I hit the wrong one. Sorry, guys. That's, that's amazing. Oh, that, <laughs> was, that was perfect. That was perfect. Yeah.
0: That was perfect. See, I got goosebumps. Yeah, me too, man. So, yeah, x royalty. I've been, you guys have been hearing me say a lot of, uh, seeing me post the XRP king is coming. It has nothing to do with me. Everybody's like, oh, JV, I'm not the XRP king. I'm not the leader of the XRP army. When anybody tells you they're coming to save you or become their leader or take power, you should run as fast as you can. That's exactly why we're in the position we're in as human beings right now. There is no human being that should ever take your spirit from you. Our battle is not against anybody. It's a battle against our own consciousness. And if you would like me to go deep into this, I can. And I can share with you for centuries now, we've been manipulated to operate in the left hemisphere of our brain, which is facts, figures, numbers, logic, and to fear God. I'll say God, whatever you believe in, to fear something outside of you. And through that fear, they've been able to manipulate and mold us. But it is not a battle against anybody. It's not a battle against left, Right. Whatever your gender bias is, it doesn't matter. We are all human beings having or excuse me, spiritual beings having a human experience. The true battle here is a battle against consciousness. And when the power of love overtakes the love of power, it's gone. And that's what they're afraid of right now. This is not against anybody. So X royalty was a very well thought out, very strategic project that's been built on XRPL. And we're going to be launching very, very soon here. And we're going to be launching a project that's going to change the way that tribes communicate, the way that tribes come together, the way that we get information out to people. And our roadmap is very robust. It's basically a heavy utility token. Forget about the price. It's a heavy utility token that's going to change the way that tribes communicate the way that we come together through conferences, the way that we come through through communication, and it's going to be the top project on XRPL, I promise you. The reason why is because we do everything through light, love, and frequency. So X-Royalty is our own project. This is our own project built by our own team and our own ecosystem. We developed an ecosystem through the Warrior Academy where eight companies have been developed. That's the way it used to be, is we focused on our own consciousness. We operated in the right hemisphere of the brain. We worked on imagination, which made creation, which brought things into 3D form. So if you think of Merlin, it was an imagination that went into creation that human beings brought it into 3D form. And so what we're going to be doing is I promise you this will be go down in history books. This will be written in history. X royalty will be part of history two thousand years from now, and it's going to bring humans beings back to love. And when the power of love is present, the love of power will get abolished. And so that's what this project is all about. X royalty will be launching an X R P L probably within that. We should have a date today, and then we're going to do the countdown. There's going to be 4,444 NFTs. I promise you it's going to sell out within probably the first 10 minutes. Uh, It is a passion project, and it's going to change the way that companies operate. It's going to change the way that people communicate, and it's going to allow people to pull themselves away from all this darkness and bring themselves into light. And I'll repeat this. Our battle is not against anybody. Our battle against our own consciousness. So what's happening right now is I'm not against anything. What I'm telling you is I'm sharing with you what's happening. Is they're getting us to fight. The FTX thing is look what's happening, guys. Look at the hate, look at the anger, look at the chaos that it's causing. As that stuff happens, I pull myself up into my higher conscious. I look around and I say, okay, what who's causing this? Problem, reaction, solution. Somebody created this problem. You're seeing you're seeing all the darkness come out in FTX. They created a reaction in the people, and all of a sudden, all these central bank digital currencies. We got an XRP case that may be settling within the next six to seven months. Is it all by design that this is all happening by time? Gonzo wrote it down for you. He gave you the exact predictions based on his journaling and being in higher consciousness. And he wrote it down that the exchanges were next. That's what consciousness is. That's what being around high frequency beings is. And that's what the X royalty is all about. Bringing people together, like-minded individuals. We don't need millions of people. We need a couple people with high frequency and that frequency goes out into the world and it causes a ripple effect. No pun intended. So X-Royalty is on its way. I'm very, very excited. I'm very honored to even be part of this project because it wouldn't be here without anybody here. We got a big shout out to Selman, the CEO of Collecti and his whole team. Think about this. Everything we're presenting to you, fam, was created by the Warrior Academy and the frequency. That's what it's all about. And we're you're part of this, guys. That's what this is about. And so, like, I love what, what caffeine put there, divide and conquer. That's what it's been about for a very, very long time. A very, very, I wouldn't say a smart man, a very egotistical, weak man was able to take human beings and make them believe in something outside of themselves. And once you can get someone to think that their spirit is outside of themselves, you can move them any direction you want. So that's what's happening right now. So either based on your belief system, that this is making you uncomfortable. I'm telling you, that's what's happening right now. Left and right was created to make us fight. That's all it is. You know, you Thank think about another country. Go ahead, please.
1: No, I was just going to say thank you so much, JV, because I yeah. think you brought up something very important, which is problem, reaction, solution. And although mm. it's not related to the project that we just mentioned, I want to remind our listeners, we do have the link down below, xroyalty.io. Go put in more your information here, first name, last name, and email, and you can get all the updates on this project as it rolls out. And also, we do have some things, like Coach JV said, we plan these things months, even years in advance. So this roadmap is very long and very diverse, and we're excited to show you guys what we have planned. So go sign up, and we'll give you live updates. But
3: I wanted to bring up something that you You can join the Discord too. Sorry, Abs. You can join the Discord and then it has its own channel. So join the Discord and it has your own channel for X-Royalty
1: perfect even better so that's awesome guys join the discord get all live updates it's very consistent and i wanted to bring this up coach jv as the president and g20 nations are calling for international regulation on cryptocurrencies and this is a classic example of problem reaction solution we had many indicators that behind the scenes they knew ftx was doing things that maybe they weren't insolvent but they were definitely operating in a non-traditional way and spending money they weren't supposed to spend johnny crypto you sent me a fantastic video i want to play for our listeners as they may have known behind the scenes that FTX was about to explode. Here's a great indicator. We're going to let this play get comments from the group. Here we go.
0: One major exchange CEO suspected trouble FTX over six months ago. CME Group CEO Terry Duffy says he told FTX founder Sam Bankman-Fried to face, quote, to his face, I should say, you're a fraud. You're an absolute fraud. That was back in March during a meeting with him. Duffy recounted this conversation just days ago with Guy and Dan for their podcast on the tape. Terry Duffy is here now to take us deeper into that encounter. Terry, this is... Absolutely fascinating
1: and Johnny crypto I'm not sure if you want to dive into the details on this video, but that quote pretty much speaks for itself. He called him a fraud even before we had rumors of collapse for the general public behind the scenes. Elon Musk said the same thing. this guy, his BS meter was off the charts, and we don't have a rat snake weasel index big enough to fit his name on the diameter. so I'd love to get some of your thoughts. What do you think about this news here? Not only that CME knew FTX was fraudulent, but the fact that this collapse they saw it coming.
2: yeah, you know the guys behind the scenes, those, the smart money guys, the guys who are in this industry, they they can just, like, like when someone talks to me about electronics, right? I can sniff a you know, BS meter comes out right away. I know they're bullshitting me, right? When he sat down with Friedman and Friedman, or I call him fraud man, either, you know, fraud man or mini Madoff, right? When he sat down with mini Madoff, he basically knew after one conversation, just with a couple questions right away, that that fraud man was lying right through his teeth to him, right? But what, what annoys me about this is, I don't know about you guys, but this is the first time I'm hearing about this. It would have been nice if this guy had come out in March and said, Hey, I sat down with this guy and this guy's a freaking front. Where was he? You know, like, I'm glad Duffy came out now, but dude, where were you in March? Why weren't you? Mainstream media,
3: Johnny, the mainstream media, Mm -hmm. bro. They were throwing their narrative out and Mm -hmm. anything that was negative, you know, they were probably just hiding it, dude. It was all puff pieces. He's the savior. He's, you know, he's a billionaire. That's going to give all his money to charity. And he's going to drive the Corolla. Meanwhile, they're buying like $121 million condos. I mean, it was all right there for them to find, but no one did their due diligence. Yeah.
2: No, you're 100% right. There is definitely no doubt about it. Manipulation media control. But today, everybody's got a Twitter page. Everybody's got social media. I'm I'm sure this guy Duffy probably has a Twitter page. You know, put it out there. Say, hey, I met with this guy. He's a fraud. He's telling You know, (laughs) so anyway, the point being is I'm grateful that people are coming out and saying it, but it's a little late. We needed that. We need guys like this who know the industry or know the underpinnings of the, how things work. When they sniff BS, it'd be great if they shut it with everybody, but they don't. Instead, he probably went and shorted FTX and waited for it to collapse rather than help society out and say, Hey, guys, this guy's a freaking fraud. So to me, I'm a little annoyed. Like, I'm glad it came out, but you know, it's a little late, dude. You need to come out. We need more people to step up and come out now. So if anybody else out there listening to this show, one day you will. It's the greatest show ever. Yeah. If, you're, if you're a GF, if you're somebody who knows the underpin, tell the world. Let yeah. us know. Who else are the crooks out there? Let, uh, you got to frauds. Could be. So yeah.
0: anyway.
1: JV, I'd love to get some of your thoughts on this topic.
2: I also, since
1: we're here, I'd like to address the Tether news. But first, what do you think about them knowing about the FTX collapse months in advance?
0: Yeah, I'm sure Gary Gensler knew about it as well. He met with them six months ago. You know, CYA, it's all cover your own ass. That's what this is all about. Um, And they're basically covering their own ass. He put that video out there. He's probably like, hey, listen, I I knew what was happening. I washed my hands of it and Johnny hit it. They're shorting that shit. They're like, let's short this, dude. Let's let this collapse because this is the regulation we need to be able to get into blockchain. They probably all sat back and the big boys went said dude look what this dude is doing man let him go and they just let it go wild and they don't care about us it shows you they do not care about your wealth the sec is not here to protect you (laughs) the cftc is not here to protect you you can see that how many people are connected to ftx and the cftc right so now that we know that we're not here to be protected again it goes back to my beginning where i was very passionate about it you have to understand the game. It's like when you grow up in a tougher neighborhood, right? You know, you're walking through the, the tough neighborhood. You got to get your chest proud chin up. You're not going to change the neighborhood, but you can change how you react to the neighborhood. And you can know the game so you don't get yourself in trouble, right? So chest proud chin up. You don't walk through a tough neighborhood. Your head down. You don't be looking at your phone. You have to know the game in the system. And the, hopefully we're teaching you guys that. that all this noise happening with this, this is a lot of distraction. I'm telling you, with this distraction, there's something happening. I'm telling you, there's something happening this way. That's what I'm trying to find out for myself. I'm like, there. this is all about the central bank digital currency coming in, the regulation coming in. And as they're like, keep them looking over here. Just, just make it worse. Now, all these people are going to start coming out with their information. And it's just going to keep getting bigger and bigger. And then all of a sudden, it's be like, here we come. We come to save you guys. And then, you know, the people who didn't bail are going to be some of the wealthiest people in the world, man. Johnny, I want to
1: read this real quick before I kick it to you, because JV brought up something about the regulation that they're trying to roll out. And we got some really great quotes indicating how they may regulate this market in the future. We actually got a quote from G20 stating that digital assets and intermediaries that perform the same functions as traditional finance should be subject to equivalent regulation. And that could be devastating for the markets as we know that these regulations were not built for digital assets, which are quote unquote securities with utility. It's a really interesting narrative. I'd love to get some of your thoughts.
2: Well, I mean, they should be subject to regulation, but the reality is the right regulation. And that really is the key here. And that's what we're waiting for is we're waiting. You know, when I, when we had uh what's his name? Joe, the SEC attorney. And we asked him, Hey, are you for regulation? He said, it depends. And that was the right answer. He goes, it depends on what kind of regulation we get. There's, there's crappy regulation, like the kind SBF fraud, man, Minnie Madoff was trying to pass, which was going to ban all decentralized crypto, or there's good regulation that kind of, Puts in the right places to allow the technology to evolve and solve, you know, provide solutions and efficiencies and improvement to make systems and everything work more efficient and better. And that's the kind of regulation we want to see that then also puts protections in place. And then you're going to see, as Coach said earlier, the freaking floodgates are going to open with shit ton of money that's just sitting on the sideline that wants to come into this space. But it can't right now. It's too scared of the SEC. And it's not going to move. There ain't no way they're going to put billions and billions and billions of dollars at risk until we get that regulation app. So the key is I don't disagree that we don't need regulation. I am worried about the kind of regulation we get. And that's Johnny boy. I love Johnny, And that's the kind of thing that we need to see is what kind of regulation we're going to get. And I'm never confident when. When, when it's you know the government that's going to bring us something that's going to save us.
1: <laughs> and JV, we're showing you something important here, which is how big the bubble collapse could be when it comes to Tether. But I wanted to play two videos for our listeners today. One is a video from Kanye West that we'll get at the end of the episode. But this is a video from our good friend at Thinking Crypto breaking down how quickly regulation could come into play. And this is a man who works at the Blockchain Association. He has some great insight. This, this speaks for itself. I'll let it play. Here we go. Um, so with this ripple effects
0: and and all the implications and so forth has this put a level of or move the level of urgency to get crypto regulations up because this week we saw some literature on the white house website uh, as far as g20 countries um do you think we get something soon maybe early 2023 You know, we could potentially get something this year.
2: Um,
1: We could potentially get something this year, Coach JV, and that's somebody who knows things we don't. We talk about how they work on these things for years in advance behind the scenes before they roll them out to the general public. Brad Garlinghouse and many other central banks are making bold statements, not only against the SEC, but stating that they're bullish on regulation. So that tells me we've got to be close behind the scenes to getting some formal regulation, whether it's in the United States or global. I'd love to hear what you're anticipating.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of pressure on Gary Gensler right now. I mean, you got the John Deaton, we got the the petition out there to to investigate him around this stuff. And they're they're gonna protect those people. We know that, right? So they're gonna be protected. But what this is doing is putting a massive sense of urgency for them to get some regulation out there. So they'll start throwing some Hail Marys or who knows? It could be all structured. They may have it all lined out already. And that I've always believed in my heart of hearts on December 20th, 2020, when I was in freaking quarantine, when people reached out to me, what are you doing? I'm holding on like a tick on a dog, dude. When they threw that thing out, because I knew when when um, when Jay Clayton bounced to a crypto company, I'm like, dude, this is. Dude, they're literally pulling the rug out from under us. They're doing this on purpose. And I was like, why did they pick the most well-run company? And then all of a sudden, here we are. Boom. They picked Ripple because it is the most well-run company. They picked Ripple because it's going to be the catalyst and the infrastructure of how crypto and this blockchain technology be regulated. They'll come up with new Howey tests, all this stuff. And it's going to be because of FTX and all this stuff happening. They're like, see, guys. And then the public is going to be like, thank you, SEC. And they're going to forget about all the bullshit going on. They're going to forget all about all the Congress people that were paid by FTX. It's just it's distraction, distraction, distraction. We have a tension span of five seconds now as human beings. 1980, I think we're about 30 minutes, five seconds so the next big thing's gonna come. When I came back, the FTX thing, I was like, I was glad I was gone, to be honest with you. I'm like, man, I feel bad for people who lost money again. I always put my heart out to those people, but it's like, man, I just, I'm done with the noise for me, man. I'm ready to fucking build empires. Just being straight up with you guys, I'm done with the noise. I'm done with the drama. We're building empires from here on out, man. And that's pulling yourself up and to understand what's going. This has always been planned out by the by the SEC and Ripple. I'm I'm not saying Ripple, but it's been planned out why they went after. Well, who knows? I'm not I'm not gonna I'll retract that statement. You never know. The Ripple could have worked with the SEC on this. Who knows?
3: Yeah, like you know, the I think the legislation they're talking about is the Stablecoin Transparency Act, the thing that Ken O'Leary's been pushing, right? And and we keep talking about Tether as if like it's gonna be some crazy black swan because they've been fudding Tether for so long. But it could be something as simple as they passed that legislation and now those books have to be opened up on Tether, and if they're not backed. By what the regulation says, then Tether either needs to adjust, right? Who knows if they're even going to get time to adjust, right? Or they go away, right? And so it could be something as simple as that, right? But I could definitely see them passing that first.
1: And Johnny Crypto, when we talk about catalysts that could move this market, the on-demand liquidity explosion, that's going to happen when ISO protocols are rolled out. The smartest way to crack your crypto is going to be necessary during that time. So with that being said, let that ad play, my friend. Have you gotten wrecked in the crypto market space or watched your crypto portfolio go all the way up and then all the way down without taking profits? If so, it's probably because you didn't have an exit plan. The good news is that doesn't need to happen anymore thanks to a new and innovative crypto tracker called Merlin. It's the smartest way to track your crypto. Merlin brings all your coins into one place so you can see all your assets across the different exchanges on one screen. You can see your total portfolio value and more importantly, your daily gains, losses and totals since inception. Merlin puts the power back in your hands so you no longer have to guess what your portfolio is doing on a daily or monthly basis. Most importantly, Merlin lets you create an exit plan and sends you notifications when your targets are reached so you no longer have to get wrecked in the marketplace. Go to merlincrypto.com, that's merlincrypto.com, and sign up for early access for our free 30-day trial and get on the wait list so you can receive an email when the product is launched this fall. fall. Don't miss out on this new and innovative innovative app, Merlin. It's the smartest way to track your crypto. Thank you so much, guys. And if you want to check out more about that very interesting way to track your crypto, Johnny Crypto, I'm going to give you the floor and then we'll roll into this news.
2: You know, Coach has sung earlier on the show that's so important. He said, I watched my money go up and I watched my money go down not once but twice. And that's why we invented Merlin. Literally, literally for that reason in the Academy, we're like, how do we stop this? How do we help people? How do we prevent people from losing their money, and the funny thing I said to the coach is, Hey, coach, don't feel bad. I did the same damn thing, <laughs> I watched it go all the way up and I couldn't hit the goddamn sell button. So, it's so important to have an exit strategy abs. And I can't wait, you know, we're in testing right now, it's playing with it. It's live, part of its work, and it's fantastic. We're going to be launching in the next several months. People will be getting beta access soon. Um, but yeah, so we're super excited, we really think it's going to help save people's portfolios and that's what the academy is all about we're trying to help people here and i'm excited that we have the opportunity to do that yes thank you johnny and with that being said we're going to roll into our additional news for today as coinbase
1: relieves some of the fud in the market as they reminded their their holders that their public reserves everybody can see and coinbase is currently holding nearly 40 billion dollars worth of bitcoin 25 billion dollars worth of ethereum and 31 billion dollars worth of other cryptos one of the things that we realized with the ftx collapse coach and, and obviously this isn't the case with coinbase but this market is so centralized because many of these exchanges are leveraged the same way behind the scenes and that's why when a market collapse happens All of these exchanges experience losses at the same pace. So what does it mean to you that Coinbase holds $40 billion worth of Bitcoin? It really goes to show how centralized this market is.
0: Yeah, it's super centralized. And they, they basically what they did is so problem reaction solution, right? So they waited for all these people to get really rich in crypto. And we're putting our money into these exchanges, the exchanges got really greedy, and they took our money and lended it out. So they waited till everybody was super over leveraged, And now they're pulling the plug on everything. And so that's what's happening. Now. Now, here's the narrative, right? The narrative is C. If you were in a Bank of America or a Chase or a Wells Fargo, you could get bailed out. The Federal Reserve will bail you out. You have FDIC insurance. That's the whole narrative here. So everybody was so big on decentralization, being off, you know, the out of the banking system and fintech and all that until you get smashed. Right. And so, again, the public and we're, we're a small, even people in crypto, we're like one percent of the population. But the public is going to be like, oh, see, Bank of America is going to protect me. Wells Fargo is going to protect me. So um, Coinbase is, is part of the system, man. They're completely part of the system. They're part of the banking cartel. So they're, they're, uh, they've are they're they been part of this whole ecosystem the whole time. And I don't think Coinbase is going anywhere. I don't think they'll ever go insolvent.
2: No, I think just to build in on that, you know, we, we've been saying for a while on the show that what we feel is going to happen is well, first of all, no. Then the banks want to give control, right? And when you go decentralization, you're giving up control. Yep. Right. So yep. that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So the narrative that we we predicted would happen, and you're seeing it, is cryptocurrency bad, yep. CBDC good. Yep. That yep. is exactly mm-hmm. where they're dri- yeah. There you go. They're going to drive mm-hmm. you to that. And it's so funny because we, you know decentralization was created, or cryptocurrency was created to create decentralization. And then think of how smart they are. We're, so they're going to have you a know, CBDC that's going to pull the majority of people in. And those who still remain in the decentralized world <laughs> will end up bringing their money into a centralized location. So either way, it's a win-win for them. It's unbelievable how they bring it all back to them. And JV, Kanye West spoke yesterday explaining
1: how we need to custody our own cash because they can shut down your bank accounts. He's a billionaire. JP Morgan had $140 million of Kanye West money, and they shut down his account without warning. And also, it was completely legal. They didn't outlay They didn't break any laws by shutting down his money. So I'm going to let this short clip play and go back to the group. Here we go.
0: I went from being a multi-billionaire to not being able to use my Apple Pay four nights ago. I couldn't use my Apple Pay because somehow Adidas was able to
2: legally go in and freeze my money. And when I see this, I think, well, if this
3: could happen to me, this could happen to other Americans.
1: And that speaks for itself, JV, if they're willing to do it to a billionaire like Kanye West, imagine what they're going to do to somebody who doesn't have a voice, who isn't a public figure and doesn't have billions of dollars. I'm going to kick it to you. And then Gonzo, what are some of your thoughts?
0: Yeah, it happened in Canada. Yeah. We Oh, sorry. Sorry, Gonzo.
3: No, go ahead, coach. I'll go after you because that yeah, was they, it it, just happened.
0: Yeah, yeah, it happened in Canada, too. Remember when the, all the yeah. riots and stuff were happening, the truckers were protesting? They're like, dude, we're shutting your bank account down. We're going to shut your insurance down. So. Again, it's it's like that whole thing, you know, what whose face is on the token, right? Caesar. So it's like, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying, guys, like that I'm all about regulation and stuff like that. But I, I know how to play within the game, right? And I'm going to play within the game until I have enough money to change the game.
3: Yeah, you know, these these banks are no joke. We think it's our money because, you know, we put the money in the bank. But perfect example, Shelly went to the bank yesterday and was trying to wire transfer money. Everything was going good. She actually said the word cryptocurrency. And they freaked out all of a sudden it was tons of questions and she's like, what's the problem? Well, we have to protect you against yourself or or not yourself. We have to protect you. And Shelly was like, what do you mean protect me? Like I'm trying to wire transfer money. I know where the money's going. And they were like, well, no, it could be a scam. And she's like, it's not a scam. Like I have the information wire transfer the money. It's my money. They refused to do it. They said, I have to, the, the teller was like, I have to do my due diligence. I have to protect you. Straight up kind of argument with Shelly saying yeah. she wanted to protect her from our own money, from us wire transferring our money to somewhere because she said the word cryptocurrency. It's crazy. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. JV, yeah. I'd love to
3: get some comments from
1: you there talking about how you – so for anybody who doesn't know, you were in the banking system for, I believe, 13 years. Am I right about that?
0: Yeah, uh, a little over 10 years. Yep, 11. Yeah,
1: so almost – so t- a decade in the banking system. And so you're very familiar with the fact that the banks yeah. – have no choice but to use cryptocurrency in the future. So the fact that they're anti-crypto right now, it's a classic misdirection on their part. And I wanted to show our listeners this before the end of the episode, because I think you're going to love this, JV. This is a video of Gary Gensler in 2019 teaching an MIT course on blockchain, stating that Algorand was five years ahead of its time. So you're going to like this. Here we go.
2: So governance is tough. You could create Uber or Lyft on top of a blockchain technology today. Uh, Well, maybe in five years you could. It would be have the performance. Uh, Sylvia McCallie's Algorand, uh, who's a a Turing Award winner at at MIT that I work with. Um, Sylvia's got a great technology that has performance you could create on top of
1: it interesting so first of all is that financial advice gary gensler because i think i'm gonna go buy some algorithm based yeah. on those statements but
0: coach jv i gotta get some statements from you what does this mean yeah i love how he said my friend from mit they're all connected guys they're all connected that's why i'm not worried about ripple and xrp they they yeah the red snake weasel i love it i'm just it just makes me smile because there's not much more to say other than it's all planned out i mean if you guys don't believe that since you know you think about i can go and i'm in some deep shit right now with the with studying You know, the books of the Bible and stuff. It's been planned out for a very, very long time. This is nothing new under the sun. God tells us in the Bible, it's nothing new under the sun. We're just we're just different characters in a different timeline going through the same thing. The Roman days are here, guys. We're in the Colosseum. They're planning it out. The Trojan horse is coming and it's like, just get ready. Just make sure on the right side of it. (laughs)
1: Don't get distracted by what's in the arena. Johnny Crypto, why don't you close this out for today? I was
2: really gonna say that's actually why they created the games. The whole point of the Coliseum and the Gladiators was literally like, holy yep. shit, if we don't distract the people, yes, they're gonna focus on us. So what do they do today? We got football, we got baseball, we got <laughs> soccer, we got every we got everything, you know. We got so politics, they, politics, got, yeah.
0: FTX, FTX, man. Yeah. It's all the yeah. mm-hmm
2: there's all these different distractions mm-hmm. that you're looking there and looking like coach always says, I got you looking this way yeah. <laughs> and everything's happening that way. And that's, what's great about the Academy guys click on the link below, come join the Academy. We have a free discord where you can come and check us out. See if, mm-hmm. you know, if, if your tribe is here so that you don't have to navigate this. I don't know why my camera's going all crazy on that focus, but you don't have to navigate this space alone. You don't have to feel, I'm going to be honest with you guys. And I mean, to the, to the, to the group here, the audience If I wasn't in this academy, I'm telling you, I would have sold so many times at losses in crypto. Mm -hmm. And the reality is I have a completely, I sleep good at night now because I know what I'm doing. Because I've got friends and people that I've met and developed this Selman, Gonzo, Cashflow, Coach, Abs, you, Mario, where we talk about this stuff. And I don't have to solve and figure it all out on my own. I can share ideas and I feel like, oh, okay, yeah, I see what's happening here. And you just feel in a much better place when you're with a community that gets it with like mine. So, guys, the link is below. It's freaking free. I mean, I'm joining the Discord. You can't can't go wrong. Thank you so much. And we're going to close this episode
1: out the same way we always do by saying thank you to each one of our special guests. Thank you to Gonzo. Thank you to Johnny Crypto. And thank you to our fearless leader, Coach JV. We'll see you guys tomorrow. And like we always say, Warriors, get your shit together, baby. Thank you for joining us.
3: Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs>